Tuesday, December 26. No offense. Consider now Romans 14, 15 through 23, and 1 Corinthians 8, 12 through 13. What is the gist of what Paul is saying? What principle can we take from this passage that we can apply in all areas of our lives? Here is Romans 14, 15 through 23. If your brother is grieved because of your food, you are no longer walking in love. Do not destroy with your food the one for whom Christ died. Therefore, do not let your good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable to God and approved by men. Therefore, let us pursue the things which make for peace, and the things by which one may edify another. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for the man who eats with offense. It is good neither to eat meat, nor drink wine, nor do anything by which your brother stumbles, or is offended, or is made weak. Do you have faith? Have it to yourself before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approves. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats, because he does not eat from faith. For whatever is not from faith is sin. And here is 1 Corinthians eight twelve and 13. When you thus sin against the brethren and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never again eat meat, lest I make my brother stumble. In Romans fourteen seventeen through 20 Paul is putting various aspects of Christianity into proper perspective. Although diet is important, Christians should not quarrel over some people's choices to eat vegetables instead of flesh meats that might have been sacrificed to idols. Instead, they ought to focus on righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. How might we apply this idea to questions of diet today in our church? However much the health message, and especially the teachings on diet, can be a blessing to us, not everyone sees this subject in the same way, and we need to respect those differences. In Romans 14.22, Amid all this talk about leaving people to their own conscience, Paul adds a very interesting caveat. Blessed is the man who does not condemn himself by what he approves. What warning is Paul giving here? How does this balance out the rest of what he is saying in this context? Have you heard someone say, It is none of anyone's business what I eat or what I wear or what kind of entertainment I engage in. Is that so? None of us lives in a vacuum. Our actions, words, deeds, and even diet can affect others, either for good or for bad. It's not hard to see how. If someone who looks up to you sees you doing something wrong, he or she could be influenced by your example. We fool ourselves if we think otherwise. To argue that you didn't force the person is beside the point. As Christians, we have responsibilities to one another, and if our example can lead someone astray, we are culpable. What kind of example do you present? Would you feel comfortable with having others, particularly young people or new believers, following your example in all areas? 
What does your answer say about you?